This is a Pain Coaches Podcast. I'm Sarah Reed. And I'm Karen Lindy. You are listening to Episode 1, Pain and the Self-Coaching Model. Do, 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 do. We are life coaches, and we have a practice where we coach people on their pain. But we wanted to offer these tools to as many people as possible, which is why we're creating this podcast. In this first episode, we wanted to go over the number one tool that we use with our clients. It's called the self-coaching model. It was developed by our good friend and mentor, Brooke Castillo, at the Life Coach School. Her self-coaching model is C-T-F-A-R, circumstance, thought, feeling, action, and result. A circumstance is anything that happens outside of you. When a circumstance occurs, you have a thought about it, which causes a feeling, which drives your actions, which gets you your results. It seems basic, but so many people think that your circumstances determine your results. In reality, it's your thoughts that drive your results. What we coach on really is the thought and feeling line, especially the feeling line, because that's where pain goes. The problem most people have is that they think that their circumstance is determining their feeling, and that is never true. So a lot of people will come to us and they'll say, you know, I was in a car accident and it's ruining my life, or I, I'm going through a divorce and I can't get out of it. And they think the circumstance, the thing that's happening or has happened outside of them is driving their their feelings and their results, but that's not true, as you will learn. The truth is that a circumstance happens, it's outside of you, and it's completely neutral. It doesn't mean anything on its own. And the way you know that this is true is because a circumstance can happen and two people can witness the same circumstance and have completely different opinions and thoughts about it. Brooke likes to use the example of if someone dies and you don't know about it. So if someone dies, that's a circumstance. And until you know that it happened, you're just going about your day and you're having other thoughts and you're feeling fine. Then when you hear that they died, if it's someone that you care about or know, then you have a thought about it being tragic or that it shouldn't have happened or that you're you're sad about it. So that's when you start to feel bad. It's not until you have the thought about it. You want to keep your circumstance super boring when you're doing the self-coaching model, when you're doing a model in your thought work. You want to keep the circumstance really boring, and that means it's factual, it's free of any descriptors or adjectives, and there's no emotion attached to it. To say, you know, someone is a jerk, that's a thought, not a circumstance. You can have all the evidence that they're a jerk, but evidence goes in the circumstance line and then your thought is what you're making it mean. You're making all the evidence mean that he's a jerk. A circumstance happens and then you have a thought about it. That's the second line of the model. And the thing that's most important about thoughts, I think, is that they're optional and you can think anything that you want. Most people don't realize that. Thoughts are just going to scroll through your head all day long. You're going to have a shit ton of thoughts a day. And you don't have to believe any of them. Our thoughts are totally optional. So some thoughts you're going to want to believe. You're going to, you know, think they're useful. Some thoughts you're going to be like, oh, okay, thanks, Brian. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass on that one. And really, that's, that's another key thing, too, is that thoughts aren't true or false. They're, they're not true or untrue. 
they're just useful or not useful. The point of the model is to determine which thoughts are useful for you because your thoughts really determine everything in your life. They're, yeah. they're the start of everything that you have control over and they're what cause your results. And really every line of the model is determined by your thoughts after the circumstance. We tend to have a thought and then believe that it's true. So you really start becoming aware of your thoughts and being an observer of your thoughts. You just have them. And, and this is most people in the world. They just operate as if all of their thoughts are true. And so they have a thought and they think, well, that must be true. Well, they don't even consciously think it must be true. They just believe it. And they, they operate from it as if it were true and there's nothing they can do about it. Yeah, a belief is just a thought that you trust and you do not have to trust all of the thoughts that your brain offers to you. Right. And the more you think a thought, the more true it seems to be. But the only reason that a thought seems true is because you've, you've held on to it and you've thought it over and over. Once you have a thought, the next step in the model is your feeling. Your feeling is just a vibration in your body caused by your thought. And feelings in the model are one-word emotions. And what's really important here, especially in the way that we coach and what we do with our clients, is that you want to know the difference between a feeling or an emotion and a sensation. When we talk about pain, we mean what, what we really coach on is emotional pain. Your physical pain is the sensation. A physical pain or sensation is something like hunger or cold it's something that starts in your body and then your brain registers it. So those are all sensations. Yes. Whereas an emotion or a feeling, again, we're talking about the F line, an emotion is something that starts with a thought and then is felt in your body. So if you're following along with the, the model, this is really interesting because these thoughts are scrolling through your brain all day. You're feeling all these emotions from these thoughts, but you get to choose which thoughts you believe, which means you can essentially choose what you want to feel. And we're not saying that you're going to want to feel good and happy all the time. You might think that you want to feel happy and good all the time, but really, we're humans. Humans have a full spectrum of emotions. Sometimes you're going to want to choose to feel bad. You know, what if you lose one of your loved ones? Or what if you get divorced? Um, yeah, yeah. What if you're going through something hard? Do you want to just slap on a happy face and act like everything's fine? Probably not. So the thing about feelings, about emotions, is that they're completely harmless. Like we said, they're just vibrations in your body. And you as a human are designed to feel emotions. That's part of being a human. So there's nothing wrong with feeling any emotion. When you try to resist or avoid certain emotions because you think that you don't want to feel them or that they'll be too terrible, what ends up happening is you actually just make that worse. You make the, the feeling worse. You, you layer pain on top of pain and it's just, it's a big old mess. <laughs> right. So in our next episode, we're going to go into detail about what you can do when you feel pain to avoid all this. One last important note on feelings is that your feelings are really going to drive your actions, which is the next line in the model. Everything we do in life as humans is because we want to feel or not feel an emotion. The problem that most of us have is that we think that 
by taking certain actions will feel a certain way. But the great thing about the model is that it shows you that it's actually, we, we have it backward, most of us. It's not our results that create our feelings or our actions. It's our feelings that drive our actions. So a lot of people think, if I do this, I'll feel better. But really, you have to feel better first. You have to feel better and then you can do better. Right. And this is why diets don't work. You think that you're going to go on a diet, eat different things, and then you'll feel better about yourself and your body. But really, you have to feel better in order to make lasting change in your diet or your lifestyle. After your feeling line, the F line, then it's the A line, which is your action. And this is also inaction. So you have a feeling, an emotion, and that causes you to either do stuff or not do stuff. We avoid taking action or we take action because of how we're feeling. So when we are in a cycle of taking actions that we don't want to take, if we're overeating or over drinking or we're doing things that we think we're not in control of, but we can't stop ourselves from doing it, it's because we haven't changed our thoughts and our feelings first. As long as you have the same thoughts and feelings, your actions are going to continue to be the same. So the last line in the model is the R line, the results line. The result line is really the most, it's the place where you see where all of it is, where all of it matters. The reason that you, that your thoughts and your feelings matter is because of the results that they are creating in your life. Yeah, this is where you really can harness the power of the model. You can really change your life. You can get anything you want. You can create the life that you want by understanding this model and by understanding how the T line, the F line, the A line all drive your results. And especially good to know and remember if you learn nothing else, your result line always proves your thought line. So whatever you're thinking and then feeling and doing in response to that thought it will show up in your R line, in your result line. So any thought that we hold on to and we choose to trust, because remember all of your thoughts are optional and you can choose them or let go of them. But anyone that you hold on to and choose to maintain will show up in your result line. And our results, this is the most important thing to remember. I get, well, I keep saying this is the most important thing. It, all, it's all important. <laughs> so results change only when our thoughts change. And our results are never determined by the circumstance. We all think that our circumstances determine everything. We tend to get into these trap, this trap of thinking that we're not really in control of our lives. As coaches, we like to say that you can't read the label from inside the jar Meaning when you're in your brain and you're in all of your mind drama and you're not really seeing what's happening, you can't tell what you're creating. That's why you write it down and you look at it and then you can see what's actually going on. And if you still need help, if you've you know tried self-coaching on your own, that's where a coach is, a life coach is really helpful in showing you your brain. Sometimes even writing it down, you still can't see where your blind spots are. So that's what we're here for. Especially when you're new to it. I know, I know pretty much every coach that I know has a coach as well. You can do this for years and years and you can get a lot of work done. You can make a lot of progress on your own in self-coaching, but it's like 10 times the result change or 10 times the, it's, it's 10 times 10 more times. powerful to have a coach because they see things that you just, you can't 
see for yourself. So we wanted to give some examples of how the model can be applied in your life. So in our first example, so say you just broke up with your partner or you just got a divorce with your spouse. That's the C line. It can be proven in a court of law. And usually um, it is if it's divorce. Yeah, exactly. It literally is. There's paperwork. Everyone would agree. Y'all are divorced. Legally, it's all done. It's You're done. Yeah. So after that happens, you can choose what you make this mean. The next line is your thought line. You make the divorce mean something. And if you're on autopilot or you know, you're, you're just kind of going along, you might make it mean that this is terrible. It's the end of the world. Relationships. Yeah. Relationships are a waste of time. Men are awful, whatever. Something along those lines, right? Yeah. You might think oh, I'm unlovable. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to do this anymore. I don't want to go through this again. When you're thinking thoughts like that, your feelings are going to be somewhere along the lines of frustration, anger. It's something painful probably, right? Yeah. Sadness resignation. So then you're going to have actions. You give up on relationships. You So that's more of an inaction. You don't go out and meet people. Or you find fault in the people that you do meet. Or you, you, know, you just write people off as soon as you get to know, start getting to know them because you have this underlying thought of relationships are a waste of time. They're not for me. Men are awful. Things like that. Then your results will prove your thoughts. Because you're believing relationships are a waste of time, you won't develop solid relationships and you will think, hey, I was right. Relationships are a waste of time. It's really interesting too because we think that our brains are truth determiners, that they can solve problems and figure things out and then determine some sort of objective truth. But in reality, all our brains do is find evidence for the thoughts that we tell them to find evidence for. Yeah, we're all just making this up, literally. We're all just making this up as we go. There's, so. there's no truth outside of us. There's just the thoughts that we choose to hold on to and believe, and then we find evidence that those thoughts are true. And then we say, right. oh, we'll see, this is true. And your brain always wants to be right. That's its number one objective in any situation is to be right about what it believes so it will right. always find evidence for whatever you tell it to believe. Even if you're proving something true that's painful, your brain wants to be right about it. So these, this is how you get stuck in these cycles of anger and sadness and, you know, how you get stuck in these thought loops of just pain. You know, this is how this happens. There's something comforting to your brain when it's, every time it's right and it gets that little bit of validation, like, it finds a little bit more evidence to prove itself right. Even if that feels awful in your body, your brain just thrives on that and it's going to keep doing that until you change your thoughts. Maybe this is where you want to be. Maybe you're angry about the divorce and we're not saying there's anything wrong with that. Like we talked about earlier, humans are built to deal with a whole range of emotions and, and a whole range of feelings. You don't have to judge yourself. If that's where you are, you can accept that. And the point of the model is to show yourself that you're creating these results in your life. Right. The, the worst thing you can do is continue to blame your circumstance for how you're feeling. Because as long as you do that, you have no power over your feelings and your life, really. 
Um, so as soon as you become really aware that your circumstance is neutral and you're just making it mean what you want to make it mean, then you can start to maybe rethink your thoughts and choose different thoughts. Because if you're just sitting there thinking, my ex-husband caused my life to be a shit show, then you're never going to get out of that. But if you think, I'm creating these results in my life, you have a better chance of moving towards what we call an intentional model. As soon as you accept where you are in your life and in in your model, you can start working towards a a more intentional model that, that might feel better for you. So in this example, you could think, well, you could get divorced and then think this is the best thing for me and for my my ex-husband, my kids, whoever, everyone involved. This is perfect. This is how it's supposed to be. Thoughts like that. Yeah, this is the most loving option. Things like that. And, and nothing think- has gone wrong. That's another good thought when yeah. things happen. Nothing has yeah, gone wrong. For, for anything. Yeah, that's a great thought. When you think things like that, you're going to feel love, you're going to feel acceptance, you're going to feel unburdened, you're going to feel, you know, all these positive things. And then your actions are going to be building bridges with your ex-husband. Going out to meet people and engaging in your life. Yeah, spending time with your other loved ones, with your friends, your family. And really, at that point, your brain is starting to look for evidence that this is perfect and right and nothing has gone wrong and the longer you practice this thought and believing this the more evidence you're going to find and that's how you experience your result which is you get to experience the perfection of this circumstance another thing to know about circumstances especially when we're talking about something in the past which anything that happened and is now over is the past even if it was a minute ago. It's it's happened, it's done, and you can't change it. And so always the best thing to think about the past is that it was perfect and it was right. And and the reason that this is useful is that you can't change the past. And we can hear all of you saying, This is just deluding yourself. My past was terrible. You don't you don't know my past. And you're right, we don't. But the point is you're, you're creating your experience of reality right now. So why would you choose to create an experience of reality that feels terrible? So Wayne Dyer used to talk about when you're on a boat and at the back of the boat, if you've ever been on a boat, you see where the waves are all foamy and it's, that's called the wake. And what he used to say was that the wake can't drive the boat. So if you're on the boat and you're looking at this wake behind you, and you're expecting that to determine where the boat goes, you're in a lot of trouble because that's not what's determining it. What you need to be doing is looking forward and steering, pick a spot on the shore or a spot on the horizon, and you just focus on that, and that's how you get there. It's really simple, but the wake, the part behind you, and in this example, it's, it's your past, you know, it does not determine anything in the future. Whatever happened... You can choose any thoughts about it. You can think anything, make it mean whatever you want. So why would you want to make it mean something terrible? Why would you want to think, you know, that it was sad, something was sad? If you got divorced and it's, and you're sad that you lost this relationship or that it's, it's over. And really what you're sad about is the future that you don't have anymore. 
Right. How you're going to feel in the future. Right. And your future is only ever in your mind anyway. So all that's happened when you lose, quote unquote, lose this future is that now the future you'd been imagining, you're now believing that it's not going to happen, which it was never certain anyway. And even now that it's that the circumstances have changed, you're just choosing to think, well, now this future can't happen. Right. And that's why you feel terrible. So we're not saying that you just have to paint over your life with rainbows and daisies. And we're not saying that you have to choose to be happy at, at all times. But, but the point is, if you're suffering an emotional pain and you want to get out of it, this is your way out. The first this- step, yeah, is just to become aware of how you are creating this pain. No one else is. Nothing else outside of you is creating it. Right. And you can choose to keep feeling pain as long as you want. And you don't want to, we'll talk about this in later episodes about how you don't want to resist your pain, but number one is knowing that you are creating it. No one else is. So just to recap, this is called the self-coaching model. It was developed by Brooke Castillo at the Life Coach School. There are five steps, C-T-F-A-R. C is your circumstance. T is your thoughts, which drive your feelings which drive your actions, which drive your results. Pain, emotional pain goes in the F line and it's always determined by what you're thinking, never by the circumstance. If you have questions about the self-coaching model, feel free to email us at info at thepaincoaches.com. We have a few offers for you too. So we're going to put a link in the show notes about the model. We also offer free sessions for new clients. It's 30 minutes where you'll get to talk to both of us and we'll teach you the model again. We'll go over it and we'll just show you more about what you're doing because of it. And how you can use this to create any life that you want. If you're interested in hearing more about our one-on-one sessions or just want more information about what we do as life coaches, find us on social. We're on Facebook and Instagram at The Pain Coaches. We also have a private Facebook group called The Pain Coaches Group. We'll see you guys for episode two, which is going to be all about what to do when you're in pain. I'm Sarah Reed. I'm Karen Lindy, and we are The Pain Coaches.